Okay, I am Muno Sichuk Agui. But I know everybody calls me Agui. Agui was like a name that only my mom and my dad would call me. But when I got to Greece, I think it was easier for people to call, so they took that Agui. So, but my first name is Tichuk. Um, we are three children. My dad passed away two years ago when I was in Greece. And my mom, or oh, my dad was a custom officer like immigration officer, I don't know how you call it here. And my mom was a teacher. She just retired, I think, three years ago. Yeah, so she's home. Um, we have three, two boys, one girl. I'm in the middle. My elder brother should be 42. And my junior sister should be 31. Yeah. So... That's my family, but we we did not grow up like just mom, dad, and kids. No, we I always grew up like we were always like 20 in the house because my 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 dad was considered like being in a better position. So he used to help other people. He would take care of kids that um, didn't have. So I'm used to growing with too many people and learning that you could help strangers and so i come from cameroon from africa yeah Yeah, that's about me and so you've had quite a story of how you ended up in greece and um, i'm wondering how you've seen god at work in bringing you here from greece if you maybe could talk some about that um maybe even just one story or oh well i i grew up in a christian family um when I was small, though, we didn't see it necessary, the kids, but my dad would make sure that you go to church. So he had a way of giving us punishment when you don't go. So if you don't go to church, you don't give your offerings, that's asking him money to give you, you're not going to eat meat for one week. So because of this, we will go to church. Then our grandparents were elders in church. My mom, too, was an elder, so... Some age we begin to believe that there was somebody that was superior that you had to look up to. And I, I grew up like that. And before I left Cameroon, um, I think it was because my mom's salary was cut like seven years or eight years or nine now. So we had to go through too many prayers because we didn't see why that happened. So we had a lot. We had, we went so close to God. We asked for some, to know why that was happening. And so I, I was really close by then before I left. So when I got to Greece, um, I asked many questions. I don't think this God really exists because from what I've gone through, and the life before, and then the one in the middle, it doesn't relate. If he exists, he should do something. If there is a reason that he came me alive up to this moment with everything I went through, then I want to see this thing. Because Greece was not, <laughs> it was really difficult. Because we, you're in the camp, but the people have their crisis, so they are suffering too, or 
They don't have to, so they don't see any reason that they have to give you. So life was difficult. So after staying for one year, I had a good psychologist. So she would talk to me that, Agri, you can start again. I said, no, you don't understand. You don't, you don't know about God, so you don't even know anything. So just let me die somehow. Because if God really existed, he will not leave me like that. So she would talk to me and then she started say, okay, let's pray to this your God together, maybe. So she, she like talked me back into going back to what I believed. Like she tried to connect my life before and to the present life that I had in Greece. So I started praying again. And we tried before to, from one family from, um, Manitoba, I think so. It was a group, um, an organization in Greece that did that. And so they said they would try to see if I could go to Canada. No, before that, there was one girl that came from Canada. She, I think she was 16 years. When she was leaving, she gave me this book, this diary, and you have the mark of Canada. So when I took that, I kept it so dear to me. Like, But I didn't know that. Why was I keeping this book? I still ask the question, why was I keeping it? Because I didn't use it. I didn't write inside. I just kept it so well in a good place. So it was after then that um, this organization that dealt with um, girls working on the street started saying, okay, they could try to make me go somewhere. And so they tried, they got one family from Manitoba, but after six months, they said, the lawyer said, no, they can't do anything for her. She, they, the government will not, will not permit her. And then, then I got Christine, and then she will take me to pray. So we pray together, and then I had to tell the church that, since they were sending me away from the camp and I had no other thing, nowhere to go, I need that they should join me in prayer. So we started praying before I got um, Christine who got um, Heidi, that got to Nancy, and then back to me and everything went the way. So I think and I know and I still believe that there's a reason that God gave me. Maybe, I don't know, but I, I maybe I could fight this because I don't know why he let me go through that and still gave me an opportunity to believe in him, an opportunity for somebody to help me, for strangers that I don't know, that I have never dreamt of, I've never seen anywhere to bring me up to this level. And I just came here and I'm going to school and I see that I have a lie. But I'm asking this question. Why did I have to go through this? What is it God wants me to do from this? So, But I think God has a, a role. And now I know why. Maybe that's why my father used to take care of strangers. Because I can't relate all what is happening. But I know God is, He's so awesome. He, you can not compare Him to any, anything in the world. Yes. Thank you. Can we, um...
Is okay? Um, so, I don't have words to, to describe how grateful I am. I might not say that I'm, that I can, and maybe I will not say thank you, but deep and deep in me, I am so grateful. So grateful for what all of you have put together to make my daughter and I be here. I'm very grateful and I say thank you to Nancy so much. 